Have you heard about Anchor.fm? Well, it's the platform I use to make my podcast. It's free, and it has easy creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, please enjoy your episode. What is up, everybody? This is Hayden Loudon back with the Unnamed Podcast. And today, I recorded the newest episode of Music Talk. I had a great friend, a longtime friend, come on, and we talked about some very interesting stuff in the music world. We talked about different artists, talked about the baby wearing diapers. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, just go ahead and give it a listen. All right, so with me today, I have a really good friend of mine. Um, I'll just go ahead and let him introduce himself. My name's Dustin. I go by Spaz um, with the group Sick. You can find me on YouTube coming soon. Right on, man. Right on. So it's good to talk with you. I'm glad to get you on a podcast finally. We've been friends for like over 10 years now, man. I've oh, seen wow. seen your come up from from a little teeny bopper to what you are today, man. You've become something real great. And uh, I just think uh, I've always wondered, man, what really got you into music? What got you into music? Uh, just the freedom to say whatever I want to say um, suffer from depression so this is an outlet a way for me to speak what I've been going through right. shit like that I feel you that's one of the great things about music is it allows you to express yourself in ways that sometimes you normally just can't you know sometimes you can't just sure. can't just sit there and talk things out you gotta wrap it out you gotta put it in rhymes you know what I'm saying um, so what kind of genre of rap are you uh are you doing? Uh, I don't know if I can be put into a specific category of rap. I know I do uh, horrorcore comedy. Yeah. I know you started off with horrorcore. You were into psychopathic records for so long. Probably still are. Oh yeah. Yeah, the ICP and the the Twisted. And... ABK, Blaze. Still listening to Tech 9 and all that shit. B.O.B. So I'm sure that influenced your music pretty heavily then. Oh, yeah. Them, Psychopathic Records, uh, Subnoise Records, which is like Cottonmouth Kings, Subnoise Soldiers, uh, Head P.E. Yeah. Then Strange Music, Tech 9, Chris Calico, Cut Calhoun, Sus Crow. Uh, MGK is a big one. Uh, in the newer style of rapping, a boogie, a boogie a, with a hoodie is that? Yeah. Yeah. The baby, Joiner, Logic. There's been a lot of trash being talked on the baby. A lot of people are talking about how he's just got the same damn flow and he don't change anything up at all. I mean, that's what makes him him, though. I mean, I did see a couple things that kind of, like, made me think, like, what the fuck? <laughs> this motherfucker wears diapers just to get money. 
Wait, are you just serious? Like, yes. Is that his whole stage presence? <laughs> Boy like, gets on know, stage like, with the depends on the <laughs> Like, I was watching a video, and he was talking about wearing diapers. I didn't believe him. <laughs> he had his hands down. Oh. Diaper. Fuck. <laughs> no, bro. I don't think I'd ever go that far for a stage act at all, bro. Like... ICP, they took it a little far with face paint and everything, but they went out there in diapers. Paint, that's bad. <laughs> well, not, I mean... Can... Okay, that's a good point. My mom from the background just added a very, very useful tidbit. He doesn't have to take bathroom breaks when he's performing or recording, you know? He just takes a dookie right there on stage, you know? It's the bass drop. Just the the bass drop. Shit, where you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> That's true, that's true. Uh, speaking of which of different things in the music world, though, uh, you wanted to say something about someone getting shot, so Walmart shooting or some yeah, shit? Yeah, like, right before that video, seeing the baby wearing that diaper, this motherfucker done murdered somebody in Walmart before <laughs> getting famous and getting off of it. Like, how? Like Oh, so this was before he got yeah, his fame, he murdered. It's, it's just like Snoop Dogg, like, he murdered... Well, he didn't murder, but his security guard shot and killed him. Really? I didn't yes. know that. Then, as soon as he got done with all that court shit, he switched up. He wanted to get away from all that type of lifestyle. Snoop Dogg or Doug? Yeah, Snoop Dogg. So, like, <laughs> so what happened with the baby? It was his gun? I, he just pulled the gat out in Walmart? You gotta watch the video. He said, he said. <laughs> like, it's some fucked shit like for real it must have been black friday oh he must have God. been trying to get them them headphones <laughs> get, get them new fubu <laughs> god damn it grandma step off <laughs> step the fuck off he needed those depends oh yeah i think they were running out of depends up there at the walmart he had a she had to shoot grandma for him you know it was a 19 year old Oh, really? Yeah. Were they beefing or something? Do you know anything I, about it? I think the 19-year-old had something to say. Oh. <laughs> I mean, just like the guy in the jewelry store. <laughs> Was it like a... Uh, and... <laughs> could it have been like a gang-related thing? I don't know if the baby's in any of that shit. Oh, yeah, he's full of it. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. what's, what's he in? Blood. Blood, huh? Blood. Yeah. Ooh, let it rain, let it drip. Isn't that the whole saying? I don't know. I'm not a gangbanger. We'll punch a crip in the lip and let the true color drip. Oh, is that what they're saying nowadays? God damn. God damn. I was hoping some of that gang violence would drop off, but shit just hella hard. East East and West Coast been fighting for so long. Since Tupac and Biggie, bro, it's been it's been a pain. It's Neither one of them were gangbangers though. That's what's weird. Neither Tupac nor Biggie? I thought they were. They were just East Coast and West Coast. That's what it was. And they were very yeah, big. it really don't even matter if you're in a gang or not. You could be a blood from New York, come to L.A. and get murdered by a blood from L.A. Just because you're from the other side of the yeah. country. That's fucked up, bro. And there's this thing about Tupac and Biggie. A lot of people were saying that Biggie had Tupac set up and all that shit. But I don't believe that because you see plenty of videos where they're like, best friends, you know, they influenced each other's they, music. They were good friends, uh, Suge Knight and Diddy, I think, had the bigger roles in getting them to, you know, fall, the fallout. Right. 
All right, so I got some uh, some more people coming in on Music Talk. I got my sister, Ashley Rose, from Your Mind is an Onion series, and a good friend of mine, Tyler LeVere. Um, they're just going to add in a little bit here and there. Yeah, that's actually the thing with Your Mind is an Onion. It's a, it's a mini-series on my podcast that's about uh, the different layers of human psychology throughout history and things like uh, esoteric religions and all kinds of different beliefs and it's really interesting. Ashley has a whole lot of stuff to say about it. But right now, we're talking about music. All right. We're just talking about how the baby got in a shootout at Walmart for some Depends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need the muggies. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't hear about that. Before he was famous, bro. Yeah. Like, it was when he was going... It, it was when he was going under the name Baby Jesus. That was his name, Baby Jesus? Yes. Was he wearing the pins at the time, too? No, Huggies. Huggies. <laughs> <It was> huggies. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, something else I wanted to get into, other than uh, shit in the music world, is the fall of SoundCloud. I don't know if you guys have heard anything about this, but a lot of people... Fuck SoundCloud rappers. Oh, dude, that's shitty, because my last episode had a lot of different SoundCloud rappers. Hit me, hit me, Like Randy Rubel. Thaddeus Weaver, King OBL, you know, we have Lil Gurn coming on eventually. Those are all some real good sound. Lil Gurn. Lil Gurn, bro. Lil Gurn. Gurn. Yeah, they're a part of the 1221 Mafia, bro. They're some real legit people. They have some real good music. Not gonna lie, Randy Rubel, King OBL definitely sounds like some Marvin Gaye kind of shit, but there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But they anyway. sound like they're never gonna fuck them coming. <laughs> I was reading into a BuzzFeed article just earlier today talking about how SoundCloud is falling. It is failing and it's crashing hard. They've made multiple different shitty investments that backfired on them. They've laid off 40% of their workforce. They were estimated at over a billion dollars worth of value, haven't even made it close. The only thing they're riding on is the fact that they have 150 million different tracks which is actually five times what Spotify or Apple Music have. But, but now we're more worth sharing. That's what I'm saying. And I just wanted to get your opinion on it. What do you think about SoundCloud? Do you think it's a failing platform? I knew it was going to fail. Uh, I, I mean, I liked how they were trying to change the genre or put their new era stamp on it. Yeah. But one thing about rap is... Y'all have to have a whole different sound. Stop being... All y'all motherfuckers sound the same. <laughs> like, that and you say so much, but also you said nothing at all. Like, yeah, I can I can feel that. But not all SoundCloud artists are the same. They're not all rappers. There's a lot of different people on SoundCloud. And oh, actually, no, I, I mean, but... I mean, I, I've never really heard any no. other genres off of SoundCloud. When it was first created, I believe it was in either 2012, 2013, um, it was a Swedish music software engineer, and they wanted to make a platform where people could release music entirely for free so they didn't have to be dependent on expensive labels. It was a great idea, but here's where they failed. Sometime 2015, 2016, they actually tried to uh, combine themselves with labels. They tried to put themselves <coughs> with Sony Entertainment and all these other guys. And they just really weren't having it. And then they realized there was no way to make money off the software except for ads. So they tried to start charging listeners for a subscription. Which also completely failed. So these guys are just falling off 
They have no way to make any money. And honestly, personally, I think they're going to continue to have rappers and all these other artists come on. But I don't think it will ever become profitable. No. No. They not need at all. to do what other big names nowadays are doing YouTube. True. Chance the Rapper. He donates every penny he makes off of YouTube. Really? Yeah. The thing he need because he tours. He gets the... all the money from tours. Then Tom McDonald, yeah. a highly rated independent artist, YouTube, Token. I mean, don't call him a YouTube rapper because him and Tech Nine don't like that. <laughs> uh, what about like Mac Lethal? Mac Lethal, yeah, but he he ain't a YouTube rapper. He came up through Grind Time. Oh, really? And battle rap scene. Because I've only seen him on YouTube with his YouTube videos, he, you know. He be his YouTube videos are dope. His Twenty Seven Styles rapping, rapping the history of America and Twenty Seven Styles. Dope. Uh, the pancake video. His, oh, yeah. I've seen that where he was rapping as fast as he could. White Boy Spits Faster. Then he made another fast rap video where he broke the record. For, I guess. The fastest rapper. Yeah. Um, Who was it? Who was it that was up against him? Twista? Was that his name? Twista lost the... Lost it a while ago. Uh, Crypt. It was between Crypt, Mac Lethal, Twisted Insane, and King Isu. Isu or Isu. And Mac Lethal ended up winning. Yeah. That's crazy. That's really interesting. He just has the stamina. Like, he can go at a high rate of speed for so long. He's got got that chest capacity. He's got that lung capacity. If you break it down... Twisted Insane and King Iso or Isu, those two have it. Like, yeah. In short period, short burst, like. They can get more words out in the short. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, and I mean, honestly, when I was getting into the rap scene, I was about 15, 16 years old. One of the things I was really interested in was fast rap. How fast could you rap? Midwest but child. then, on top of that, how how audible is it? Like, if we take how fast you rapped and we slow it down, are you actually saying words, or are you just jumbling shit together? And how clear you can sound. Yeah, like. right. A lot are you of just... people don't realize that. That's something you gotta be. That, to be a Midwest chopper or worldwide chopper, you gotta be clear. You gotta be mouth. articulate. Yeah. Have, have that punctuation. You guys know uh, Watsky? Watsky. Never heard of him. Never, Never heard of him? No. W-A-T-S-K-Y. Well, he has a fast rap. And uh, he has animals behind him, so you know, like his own pets, so you know that it's not sped up or anything like that. He can spit, and it's all really? clear, and you can actually understand it. He said his name's Watsky? Yeah. I'd play some music right now if I wasn't so damn afraid of getting copyrighted right. <laughs> with a lawsuit or something. Just stop it every 30 to 45 seconds for Well, here, about. Ty, go ahead and try to look that up. Let me get Uh, But yeah, rapping fast, it's... It is a whole different art form. <laughs> it really like, is. It is so hard. Like, I can spit fast for just a short period of time. Can I hear something? Yeah, go ahead. Throw something out. Throw something out. D, D, dash, dash, double, trouble, double, dash, I will bust that ass. Y'all motherfuckers watch your back. C, dash, dash, double, trouble, pass me like the rain for the rumble. Y'all stop one shit. Spoil y'all. They can't click. Ah. Got mixed up a little bit. Okay, so he's got some Watsky. Uh, Pale Kid Raps Fast. Is that what this is? Yeah. 
All right, so I do not own the rights to any of this music, Watsky. Please do not sue my ass. I am poor. I am broke, my friend. <laughs> That's funny. Let's turn it up a little bit. He's here. broker than the next Trump. Dude, I swear to God. I swear to God. Alright, here we go. Hopefully this comes through clear. See, Mac Repo, he does the pale kid raps faster. Oh, does he? Yeah, I yeah, I remember this because uh, he's got the cat that comes up and everything yeah. to prove that he's actually rapping that fast. Go ahead and throw on the Mac Miller one real quick. Mac Lee <laughs> said Mac Miller. I was just listening to Mac uh, just a peace, little while ago. Yeah, rest in peace, bro. Some bullshit. Taking some motherfucking fentanyl, not knowing it was fentanyl. Some depressing shit, bro. Think about it all the time. I miss Mac Miller. I'm not going to lie, guys. Happy birthday, Doriel. From me and Lauren. My name is Shout Mac out, Miller. But I'm going to spit some paler and well, faster lyrics. I do not own rights to this song. Mac Lethal, please do not come at me, bro. Let's go. Yo, yo. Oh, hi. My name's Mac. Ecstasy, cocaine, and crack. None of that. I just smoke green while Chinese people eat your cat. Roll by, got a low ride. Humpty Simpsons on in my ear is Guxy. Coke rolled up to my cap. Cash out the ass, got a road to call a rap for puppy. I gotta be the one to bite the bullet on the center, but I bet it could have been a better man. I wanna be zen, but I go sipping on some medicine instead of meditating, but I get it when I can. I don't wanna wind up in the gutter with a bottle of malt. Liquor bitter, cause I never got a call. But who the fuck drinks malt liquor anymore? Give me vodka now so that is much faster than Watsky. undoubtedly that is much faster than Watsky. mac lethal i guess he's just been really tearing up the scene for all the fast rap and everything oh he's Honest one of the i mean he came out with his so-called version of well i mean triple time he yeah. ain't double time he's faster he's faster <laughs> he's triple time Do you uh, ever get on sway in the morning no, that would I would love to see that. Because uh, I feel like he's one of the artists that need to be on Sway in the morning. I mean, they got Little Dicky on there and everything. Little Dicky, hands down, the best rapper that's been on, or anybody. He he was been, on there twice, two different times, yeah. two different freestyles, bro. He killed it Crushed every time. every freestyle that was ever on Sway, bro. And it's amazing to me because Little Dicky is such an unorthodox rapper. Like you would not expect that little Jewish oh, white boy to be getting in the scene, no. tearing it well, up he on got Sway. That Jewish flow. Yeah, that's what he <laughs> says. Dickie got that Jewish flow. Yeah, I mean he's been putting out some pretty ridiculous records. I don't think he's gonna last too long. He had no, a Freaky Friday was fucking terrible, and then he's got the whole one coming out about the Earth and everything about how we need that's to save actually, the planet. That's actually that's actually a pretty good song, but I it's listened. weird. How he's barely even in it, bro. It, it's all these other big name yeah. people and artists yeah. and shit. Like, shout out to Lil Dicky. He's an innovator. Like, he's an innovator for sure, but he's got to make some different shit, bro. No, like, no. Damn. Bro. I like the shit like that was his one song, Way Too High. Too High. Too High. That was a pretty good one, man. Way too High. I love the Lion King. Oh, Lion King. <laughs> uh, that was cool. Russell I... Westbrook on the farm. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Jewish flow. Yeah. White crime. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. And for me, something I really like, like you mentioned the Lion King one, is like beats. The different beats behind music. Because you notice a lot with new rappers now, sometimes it's not about what the hell they're talking about. It's about what they're rapping over. You know what I'm saying? And you saying that song, Too High? You yeah. know the beat on that song? Mm-hmm. Do you know whose beat that is? No. X's. XX Temptation? Or Tentacion. 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 Is he French? Oh, no. Is he with French Montana? Are they out there? No, he's actually Jamaican. Oh, Jamaican. Yeah. On my last episode of Music Talk, we talked about X's death and Juice World's death, Mac Miller's death and everything and how tragic it was and how it changed so many people. And you were talking about how your friend... uh Isaac, he was hurt by Juice World's death. Oh, yeah. I had this man Thaddeus on. Thaddeus, if you listen to the previous episode, he was talking about how when he figured out the Juice died, he just fell on the floor, collapsed, crying his eyes out for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, bro. Oh, I don't it, think Isaac did all that. No, I don't. But I'm just saying it affected people in, in such a way, and it completely changed the way Thaddeus was producing music. You know, his he changed his name to Thigh Boy or whatever, and... um he used to be rapping about, you know, all the drugs, the bitches, all that shit. But now it's completely flipped to where he's trying to influence the younger generations to do better. Yeah, have you have you heard Tom McDonald? You know who Tom McDonald is. Tom McDonald? Yeah. Don't think so. Uh, you really need to check him out. Uh, probably hands down the most controversial rapper. Wait, no, no, no. He's a white guy with all the tattoos on his face. Yeah, and the drugs. Yes, yes. Well, he has a song that he just dropped called I Ain't Hip Hop. I hate hip-hop. Yeah. And in the chorus, he says, keep the glitz and the glamour because all these rappers are putting kids in their grave. So true. So true. Because if it wasn't for all these rappers saying how it's so cool to take these drugs and these drugs, I mean, yeah, some of the shit sound cool, but no, doing drugs is not cool. Something J. Cole was trying to get at with some one of his latest albums. The album with ATM in it and all that. He was trying to talk about how all these new rappers, they're influencing the younger generations so hardcore, whether they want to or not. And they're influencing them in such a way that it's causing addiction rates to rise. And all these kids, they grow up wanting to be rappers. They get into SoundCloud and everything. They start thinking, oh, the best way I can become successful is to get high. To rap about how high I am. To rap about how many bitches I'm with. And then they end up ODing. Killing themselves. Trying to get in the gang. Pulling a gat on somebody. But we don't talk about the sound. Those, those kids that, that do that. We don't talk about that. We're still glorifying the rappers that are on the top. Glorifying the drugs and shit. And J. Cole was trying to get at that. Uh, another thing about X. Uh, the song Sad. Yeah. If you watch the video. Uh, the reason he made it is because. That at that point, he wanted to change. He didn't want to be the same person he was. And that's what made his death harder than it would have been. I mean, yeah, yeah, he did beat his girl, which I don't condone that. But I mean, How'd X die? Was it no D? He was shot. Shot. Yeah. Little Peepo did though, didn't he? Yeah. That's a hard one. I don't think we really covered Lil Peep in my last episode, but I know he had the whole goth boy click and everything, man. He had his and, own, uh, 
he had a huge following. And it was his own thing, bro. He wasn't trying to copy nobody. It seemed like he he was... He was pretty much like the Kurt Cobain of rap. Yeah. And uh, how do you OD? Drugs. (laughs) Well, no shit. I'm just wondering if it was the whole fentanyl thing, man. Fentanyl's been killing so many people. Pills. Everything. Like, rappers nowadays, they don't just do one thing. They do it all. Everything. Fucking mix that shit in a cocktail, bro. Fuck it. Pour some Sprite in it. I know there's a couple artists I listen to heavy lately. It's uh, Zilla Kami and Sos Mula. Mm. Those motherfuckers are out of it. Like, they were dipping cigarettes into a bombing fluid. Oh, what the uh, fuck? In the video, what the, guy the is actually fuck? shooting up in the video. And this motherfucker has a rocket launcher under his bed, bro. <laughs> a whole rocket launcher. Oh. <laughs> God damn, the rap world, the hip-hop world is so fucked up right now. He comes from the same right area as 6 9 so he has that, like, you think you're listening to, like, death metal, because of how hype they get. Yeah. Uh, they also have a song together, uh, Helsing something, check it out on YouTube if you ever want to, uh, my favorite song by him is Drop Dead, mm. Dog is another good one. Shiner 13, 33rd, Black Glass, another good one. Uh, they're different. Uh, so yeah, check them out. Yeah, man, for sure. You know, something else I wanted to get into is music theory in general. I just wanted to see what you, what your opinion was on what makes music music. What do you think? Makes music. The feeling. Uh, yeah. Mostly the feeling. Uh, the feeling that it gives you? Or the feeling that it portrays? The feeling it portrays or gives you. I mean, depending on the person. Nowadays, I think it's more about the money. I mean, hence the why fame. everybody sounds the fucking same. Uh, but yeah, you ask any artist and they're going to tell you that... <laughs> It's it's all about like the feeling and what you can do. I'm one of those people that like MGK or like NWA. What they did, I have a I have messages in my song, uh, in my music. I don't tend to rap about things I don't do, like most of these rappers out. Uh, my new album's gonna be broken down into three parts. Uh, the first part's about how I used to be, how I was into drugs. Because you've been battling addiction pretty hard. Yeah. Been going uh, to meetings and stuff now. How many days? I'm real proud of you for all Eight that. Day, too, oh, 98 days sober. 98 days sober. That's good, dude. Um. Then the second part is me finally accepting that I had a problem. Still doing the drugs, but knowing I had a problem. Then the third part is my life now, clean, sober. Making the changes you need to make. Yeah. And Do you know what uh, the title of the album's going to be? Hard time, uh, hard days, now sober times is what I'm thinking. 
still messing around with it a little yeah. bit. I mean, honestly, dude, one of the most important things that people need to be putting in rap right now is their true life experiences. And not even that, but how you got from the hardest part of your life, the hardest grind, to the easier part, to coming out, you know, you, you, you noticed you were in that dark tunnel, you've seen the light, and then now you're actually exiting, you know, you're actually in, out of the tunnel, becoming something new, you know, and I think there's not enough of that in rap right now, everyone's focused on the dark tunnel, all the shitty times, the grind, being stuck in the, in the ghetto, cooking up crack. Well, I gotta stop you there, because there's people like Joyner, yeah. Hobson, yeah. Uh, Upchurch, he smokes weed, but yeah. Uh, Adam Calhoun, all of them, they don't do drugs. They don't. I know Adam Calhoun probably drinks. Upchurch drinks. Uh, Hobson don't. Um, Tyler the Creator, he's straight edge too, isn't he? No. I thought Tyler the Creator was a straight edge. Oh, we'll go to. He he drinks. Oh, he drinks. Okay. Uh, I. And about the weed thing, that's I don't consider that unless you have an addicted personality. Yeah. I don't think that should really fall into the category of drugs because it really isn't. Uh, cigarettes are more of a drug than. Well, when we talk about it scientifically, anything that changes your mind is a drug. But when it, but a harmful drug, a harmful substance is what we need to be talking about. Meth, crack, cocaine, heroin. <laughs> Even opiums, opioids, yeah, Yeah. those are harmful medications. But when we talk about marijuana, we talk about mild psychedelics. You know, we talk about all these things. These are these are okay. Even even things that are legal and people do every day, like smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol, are way more harmful and toxic to the body than mild psychedelics and marijuana. Yeah, I know people that's got off of heroin, got off of meth. Me being that one, I still cannot get off of smoking cigarettes. Bad, bad. It's crazy, and uh, it's it plays into the psychology of like oral affixation. Hand to mouth. Hand to mouth, yeah. And I mean, I guess that could work with crack too. Uh, <laughs> putting the pipe up to your mouth and everything, but but uh, it's just crazy, man. Because it's just I just feel like the government and how they're illegalizing and categorizing different drugs is fucked up and I think it's mainly revolved around helping big tobacco and big pharmaceutical companies. Well, here's another shout out I'm going to give. Outlaw Dipper. Check him out on outlawdip.com. Uh, all of his dip. He reformulated it. It contains no tobacco. Still has nicotine, but there's no tobacco. They've re- they've uh, taken out some of the harmful substances. Uh, so really, it's the nicotine that's the only real harmful thing in there. But I'm not sponsored by these guys, by the way. No, but no. yellow. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's just crazy thinking about all these drugs and how they're glorified by different rappers and how it's affecting the younger generation, younger than me. I'm 20 years old. And I know my little brother, who's 14 years old, is listening hardcore to this shit. You know, he's he worships this shit, you know? And it's it's really damaging to the youth. Hopefully he knows not to do this shit. That's all I can, that's all I can uh, say. I mean, 
lot of kids his age, I know when I was his age, I was smoking a shit ton of weed, dude. That was, whew, boy, I don't even remember most of my teenage years, bro. They're just up in smoke. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to talk about now. I'm, just, I'm stuck on that shit. <laughs> stuck on that shit, man. Um, Fucked up. Is there anything you want to talk about? We're only um, 30 minutes into this. Damn. Yeah. Um, what's your stance on how, and this ain't just hip-hop, it's in country, rock, how... Everything is becoming poppy. Oh, fuck. Okay, so there's something that I think a lot of people don't understand. It's called the remix strategy. When when one thing is successful, it is inevitable that something similar will also be successful. And I think in the music industry, like you said before, it's becoming all about money, less about the music. So when these big labels find a sound that they know is successful they're going to copy and paste that everywhere in every genre because it gives them a 100 percent guarantee that that's going to be popular hence why it's called pop in the first place so that's why you're seeing this this huge whitewashing of all this music and it all sounds the same you turn on country hip-hop r&b it all has the same feeling and all the same sound because they they know statistically that's inevitably going to make them money and I think that's why everything's starting to sound the same. Yeah, I don't... Now, even though I'm just a rapper, but I like all music. Yeah. You know that. Everybody that knows me knows that. Uh, I think country is taking the biggest hit on it. Whew. Big time. Some of the country nowadays, it's alright. But ever since the 90s, 90s is the last time country music was country music. And that's kind of the same thing with rock and roll, too. I mean, when the mm. 90s hit, a lot of rock and roll... It's rock and roll's turning into... It's either heavy metal or death metal. It's well, That's the only true forms of rock and roll in, in this case, because everything else is turning into pop. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you still got pop punk, which pop. Yeah, but... Uh, but yeah, you're, you're not going to hear just a rock and roll band anymore. No, no, no it's more. Either poppy shit, or, or like you or said, death metal. metal. Yeah, and that's just the way it is, unfortunately. And uh, I think it goes back into the whole statistic thing, where labels know statistically, you know, what's going to be popular and what's not. Though there is something I've noticed: is indie music has been making a, a bigger comeback lately, which it, is great because independent is the way to go. It's if you know what you're doing, you. We're going through trial and error. You're still going to be better off because you can say what you want to say, when you want to say it, how you want to say it. All the money goes to you, depending on if you have your own crew that you have to pay. But all the money comes to you. And the thing with indie is, uh, like, indie rock, it's way more original. When people do it independently, they, you know, go to independent platforms like maybe SoundCloud or YouTube. Their music is more original and it's more unique because they're not trying to adhere to what a label wants them to sound like. It's like up church. Independent. So-called hip-hop. Hip-hop, yeah. I hear that uh, one a lot. But he's had a 
at least seven songs hit the Billboard's top 100. Yeah. And one in the top 10. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all independent, not played on the radio, does it all himself. Can't get any better than that, man. You yeah. really can't get any more Alan original. Calhoun's the same thing. He had an album that beat Drake's last album. Really? Yeah. The hits the album Adam Calhoun just topped higher than Drake's. Wow. And he was independent entirely? Yep. Damn. You know, and that's the thing. When a when a rapper wants to be original, he he ends up seeing through the bullshit. And ends up trying to go his own way. Hobson. Look at Hobson. His really early stuff. He was on his own. Then he got signed to a label. He was with Ruthless before anybody ever heard of him. Uh, well, he was doing those videos in his bedroom, making his those own Those were after Ruthless. Those were after Ruthless? The wow, I'm mixed up. Uh, then Ruthless screwed him over, hence why he has about 50 songs dissing Ruthless. Hardcore, dude, talking uh, all kinds of shit. I'm gonna put my still toes on, kick the bitch in the... I mean, kick her in the ovaries, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he but, went independent. No, he went. Well, I mean, he went into Funk Volume. Oh, which yeah. is still an independent label. But then Dane screwed him up. That's when he came out with Illmind Eight. Mm. Then now he has his own label. It's Undercover Prodigy. Now he's fully independent. Yeah. And he's he, one of the rappers that's seen through the bullshit. Yeah. He realized early on that. You know, if the music he was making isn't what the labels wanted, then they weren't going to play his shit. They weren't going to put him on tour. They weren't going to do nothing with him. It, it wasn't even so much that it was his, Dame was taking his money mm. that he deserved. But, you know, I wasn't there. Nobody, only people that know what went, actually went on the pops and Dame. Yeah. Uh, yeah, independent... I just feel like there's more room for an artist to grow and to find themselves in their own style. If you become big, are you, would you try to do an independent label? Would you try to do it all on your own? Well, <laughs> I mean, I would like to, but I really would like to join like Psychopathic, Magic Ninja. Well, see, they're more like I consider noise. them to also be independent they labels. Because when you talk about ICP, they did that all on their own. Mike Clark. Oh, yeah. Was that their producer, I guess? That's the other guy that helped start Psychopath. And this, but the thing about it is because <coughs> they were also one of those real people. No, regardless of what you think of their music, regardless of your opinion on horrorcore, you have to understand that psychopathic if you don't like records. You like them? Fuck you. Okay, that's his opinion. <laughs> what I'm saying is it doesn't matter. What you have to understand is you have to respect the grind. You have to respect that they came out with something entirely original, their entire own idea of this whole, this clown thing, this outcast thing, and they realized early on that that wasn't going to fly with all these big wig corporations, so they had to go their own way. And they did it, regardless of the struggle, regardless of the grind, they did it anyway. And that's what true music passion is about. Been around since 92 Yeah, is when they first dropped their first Joker card, so I'm going to go back and say 91. Mm. 
Still selling so many albums. Still to the day. They got kids, Damn. families, they old. <laughs> they still doing it. Them, Tech Nine, Brother Lynch, like KK, Call My Kings, uh, Twisted. They've been I have to list them up with the some of the best rappers of all time. Not just because of the skill, but they have the skill to be around for so long. And maintain not only the following, the money income. I mean, it speaks for itself. Uh, who would you list in your top five rappers of all time? Oh boy, I haven't been in the rap scene for a long time. But I'm just going to go ahead and say, a lot of people probably won't agree with me. My top rapper right now is definitely Mac Miller. And the only reason I say that is because of his newer albums right before he died. Yeah, he started off basic. I'm not going to lie to you. Geese, or G's, however the fuck you pronounce it. Real basic, you know, it was a real upbeat thing. There wasn't a lot to the music or the beat. But when he released Swimming, that entire album was an emotional roller coaster, and the music had texture. It had feeling, actual instruments. He was writing things and he was putting words together and rhymes together that you don't see a lot of people doing in rap. And it wasn't just about drugs and bitches. It wasn't about being in the trap cooking up crack. It was about him, his life story, his beliefs. So, I mean, I know it's your opinion, but you putting him over Tupac? Well, here's the thing about Tupac. I don't listen to a lot of Tupac and Biggie. I Nas was a great rapper, but they're not in my top five because they're not a recent. And the reason I say that is because when I think about music, I like to talk about what's happening now. And yeah, they're definitely in my top ten. That's why I said of all time. Let's... Now, let's go over to my second. Okay, these are all recents. I am in love with Chance the Rapper. All right, I love the acid rap feel, and it's because, like I told you, I you love the originality. No, he doesn't. But like paranoia, I acid rain. Like Superman, kind of. <laughs> it's real, all of his new song. That's like crazy. Super Saiyan manga. <laughs> and then, uh, who else? Let me think of my third. Oh, I just had him in my head. Now I can't think of who the fuck it was. Who the fuck was it? Who's in your top five? Well, I mean, top five of all time. I mean, I gotta put. And not in any order. Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, mm. Tupac, Biggie. I mean, I don't really particularly care for them, but Eminem. Yeah, Eminem's good just because how how he changed the <laughs> whole game up. He was arguably one of the first Caucasian rappers to actually destroy the rap scene. But I still don't consider him in my top because I don't like a lot of the music he portrays. Oh, not not as do I. But now you does. said you said J Cole. Yeah, I love J Cole. I love the message he's produced. I hate how people just call him an old head and write him off. You know, him and Kendrick, they are. I mean, right now they are the top two rappers. Yeah, I mean Kendrick's good too. He not only lyrical. But just all around, they produce so much great music. Like, uh, Childish Gambino. He's not too bad. 
Oscar, Grammy, Tony, like, he produces his music, he produces shows, TV, movies. But here's the thing about Childish Gambino, he was famous before. Yeah. He was an actor and all kinds of other stuff. He won a Grammy, bro. (laughs) Which is impressive. Didn't Drake win a Grammy? Yeah, but fuck Drake. You don't like Drake? Hell no. no. I mean... I like some songs he has. You only call me on my cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> the the song that really got me like really not liking Drake was that uh, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah, well, he didn't start from the bottom, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> he was mean, on Nickelodeon, wasn't he? Yeah, he was on Degrassi. <laughs> not only because then yeah, nothing against religion or anything, but he's Jewish. So he has money. I mean, yeah. Being Jewish automatically gives you money. Pretty much. Barb Mitz for money. That's how little he came up. A lot of the reason Jews actually have money is because of the World War II uh, things that they were given. But that's not just Jewish. Uh, My grandma, I found out, was. could have pursued and got money. But she didn't. She She was Italian. She was in the concentration camps, wasn't she? Uh, During the time when Hitler turned on. Italy, so... Yeah. Which was a fucking smart move. Stalin was fucking... I mean, honestly... Stalin? That's Russian. Yeah, no, not... Mutasani. That Mutasani. Thank you. Sounds like a pasta. Uh, <laughs> the Italian fascists... Honestly, if all the fascists would have stayed together, allies probably would have lost the war. So it's a good thing Hitler turned on them and destroyed his own alliances. Because oh, yeah. he became weaker. Russia, Germany, Italy, and Japan... Hitler was so dumb, man. I mean, he, he's, no, he was not. I do not like the dude. Don't, don't, don't think I do. Uh, but look, he, he was, was hands down probably the smartest person because he. Look, knew I can completely to, understand why you would think that because of his he manipulation took over tactics. All of Europe, bro. Yeah, all but, of Europe. But the moves he made at the end, turning against Italy, turning That's just against the power Russia, went to his head. That's what I'm saying. He couldn't control himself. Yeah. I don't agree with anything Hitler did. Oh, no. Except for the fact that he decided to put more money and resources into understanding ancient history and trying to understand extraterrestrial origins. It was because of that that he made huge technological advances. Germany had... Germany was actually the first ones to originally create the A-bomb. In World War I, I'm pretty sure the way it went down is we actually had German scientists come over... And developed the A bomb for World War II that took out Hiroshima and Nagasaki. This is not the series I'm going to be talking about that stuff on. That's going to be on the Human Enigma with Hayden Loudonbag. We from music to Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> real That's quick. That's how this channel goes. Zero to one hundred. That's why it's the unnamed podcast. All right, anything goes. Anyway, rolling it back. We're about to end this episode. We're almost a whole hour strong now. So before we go, is there anything you'd like to say? Keep an eye out on YouTube, Spaz. I should be dropping my album on there. I'm looking at June, July of 2020. Keep it. Alright, man. Thanks for coming on, Spaz. Thanks for coming on, Dustin. You're a real good friend of mine. We had a great talk here. I really hope to have you on for other series here soon, man. For sure. For sure. Alright, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you had a great time. All right, I hope you enjoyed that recording of Music Talk with a good friend of mine named Dustin. 
Um, he's getting some great music out there. He's a great artist, got some really great ideas, overcome some really, really, really hard things in his life. Um, I think you guys are going to really enjoy what he has to say. Hopefully, he'll be on for other episodes. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, and once again, thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. You can go ahead and shoot me a live voice message through anchor.fm if you want to communicate with me. Maybe even have your, your message on an actual episode of Music Talk. And uh, if you're interested in some of the other topics I have available, uh, Your Mind is an Onion. We have the first episode out already on anchor.fm as well as Spotify and other platforms. Soon we will have another episode of that coming out as well as the very first episode of The Human Enigma with Hayden Loudenbach, which is going to be released sometime in January. It's got the backing of one of the largest uh, alternative history pages on Facebook, known as the Ancient Astronaut Theorists, as well as an amazing corporation which admins that page and many other pages known as Eat the Fruit Incorporated. You guys can go ahead, go on Facebook and check them out if you want. Give them a shout out. Let them know who sent you. And uh, just just learn as much as you can from those guys. They're real great people. So once again, thank you for coming on. Thank you for listening. Hope you had a great time, and I hope to see you again.